Destiny. And we are Your, your Faves Would Never. It's been too long since we've done this. It's been three weeks since we recorded here. <laughs> it's been. You know? Uh, we meant to do this last week, and then I was tired, you were tired. Life happened. We just have not been sleeping like we should be. No. It's bad. It is bad. I don't know why it's the case. Um, I just make bad choices. Well, it's my excuse. You make bad choices, too. Ugh. <laughs> don't pretend I'm you don't. I'm a good choice maker. No, you're you. not. I am. I'm going to drink energy drinks on weeknights. I don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know if you do I that. I drink non-caffeinated soda when I come home from work. There's still a little bit of caffeine gonna, in gonna there. I'm going to open this squirt right now. <laughs> um, and that I try very hard not to drink caffeine during the evening because then I stay up till 2 in the morning. Okay, that's fair. Um, you just, uh, I don't know, you don't go to bed right away. You, you like, stay up. You do what I do. You don't You don't want to go to bed right away. Yeah. You kind so, of fight it. Because you're sleepy all day. Uh, I'm tired. There's a difference. There is. Uh, so that's what uh, we've been doing. So we haven't really... And we've been watching a lot of anime. Just oh my god. Of anime. Too much anime. We're watching Sailor Moon. We're watching Love Live. We talk, Me and Jackson talked about Love Live Season 1 on... Our anime side podcast called Your Uncle's Beach House, which you can find for free, totally free, at patreon.com slash normal mapping. But Destiny watched all of Love Life Season 1 with me, and we're nearly done with Season 2. I enjoyed it. Love Life's really good. It's cute. I would die for all of those girls. Well, not Nozomi, but I everyone else. I would die for Nozomi, but I, I do uh, want to, you know, die for all the others. Who's your favorite? Honoka? Uh, actually, my favorite is probably um, Hanayo. Okay. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Sure. Or, um, I don't know. I like all of them. <laughs> okay. I think Nico might be my favorite. Nico's pretty great. She's close second it's Like Nico, Ellie, Maki. Yep. I love Ellie. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. We're just falling down an idle anime hole. Yep. And then Sailor Moon continues to be Sailor Moon. Yep, we're only on uh, the first season of that. Yeah, we were episode 20, I think we watched 20 tonight. We watched a very goofy episode. It didn't have any of the usual villains in it, though, so it was no, pretty good. No, it was good. just a spooky beach house. It was very <laughs> ridiculous. The most filler as the next plot points are about to kick off. Yep. Um, it's good. It's a good time. I like that the next episode is called Friendship Through Anime. And I'm working on Buffy and Angel. I finished Angel Season 4. I'm working on Buffy Season 7. We'll have a Buffy and Angel episode in a couple weeks when I'm done. I have so many feelings. You know, you have to wait till I'm done. I know. I love those shows so much. And we could just argue about how... We're not going to have that argument. Well, we will. Also, when I told all my friends that you and I argue about that, they all agreed with me. Well, they're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, I'm right. You're the only one who refuses to accept the premise of the show. The show's premise is flawed. <laughs> it's fine. I enjoy the show a lot, but the show we're operates on something it does. It, it, it's argument. eternal logic doesn't we're, even make sense. We're not having this argument now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, you will get you will get the full context for that in a couple of weeks. Uh, but we did finish another television show, and we wanted to talk about it today. We finished a little show called Hannibal. You gotta lean into that H. Hannibal. <laughs> uh, Hannibal, if you don't know, aired on what? NBC? NBC from 2013 to 2015. It aired for three seasons, 39 episodes. Uh, career developed by Brian Fuller. It is an adaptation of the Tom Harris series of Hannibal Lecter books that is Red Dragon, 
Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, and Hannibal Rising, which I never read. Um, I thought that guy's stinking rich. Probably. I loved these books, the first three books as a kid, as a teen, as a teen. Um, loved the movies. Um, Silence of the Lambs, I don't think, holds up. Manhunter's great, though. Yeah, I don't We like need to show you lines. Hannibal sometime. You'd fucking flip. That's a weird movie. I, I, I don't think you'd like it, but it's a weird movie. I hear that it's pretty weird. I'm excited. But we watched the show. The show is so good. It was good. Oh, I we're like... Gonna, we're going to probably spoil stuff. So, you know, you don't want to know about Hannibal. We'll see you next, next time. Couple weeks, as usual. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sorry. <laughs> but this is what this episode's about. Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for everyone who's staying... Hannibal is really, it, it, it straddles the line between high and low art. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't, I would not say that. I say that's a pretty pulpy bullshit show. I love it a yeah. lot. It is, it is like, it's just like a CW show, but it's like pretentious as fuck at all times. And I, I love it. I think it aspires to be more than that, but I don't know if it succeeds in all those avenues. I mean, it's either killer, like it evolves from killer of the week to like ridiculous gay love story. And those are the only two forms of Hannibal that exist. <laughs> it's also like visually just. Yes. Beautiful. On its bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's of- weird because, like, I think the design is really beautiful and, like, the costume's really beautiful, but it's also, like, shot really, like, brutally, like, ugly yeah, sometimes. it's very Like, dark. It's, very, it's very digital and it's color-corrected to, like, crush out a lot of the colors in a lot of the scenes. Like, a good portion of, like, two and a, a season and a half takes place over winter and they just kill all the color in the show and clearly on purpose, but... Yeah, no, it's definitely a style choice. But it kind of makes the actors' faces look weird when you're watching yeah, it on Blu-ray. For like, sure. People are mo- way more orange than they should be. Yes. Um, but other than that, I, I thought it looked fine. Yeah. And when it really wants to be gorgeous, uh, I think about that the, those bodies buried in that forest with the mushrooms growing out of them all the time. It's like the coolest thing that's ever happened. I'm moving out. Why? <laughs> that's a weird sentence. No, no. it's a good. Uh, it's one of the most beautiful things in that show. Oh, it was disgusting. I appreciated the look of it, mm-hmm. but it was also super disgusting. Giant uh, tower made of bodies. That one's pretty good too. Um, what's another one? Those are my two favorite of just the Killer of the Week kills. The guy with the wings. Guy with the wings is pretty good. The bee lady. Oh, yeah, the bee lady, right. I forgot about the. She barely matters. Yeah, that was uh, Amanda Plummer. There's that guy who was turned into a, a cello. Oh, wow, I yeah. forgot about that guy. Yeah. That, that murderer was black. <laughs> <laughs> he was black. <laughs> just nice to see black people on TV. Speaking of black people, Lawrence Fishburne. So everyone sells the show as the Hannibal and Will Graham show, but Jack Crawford is so good in the show. He's so good. Lawrence Fishburne kills it He's in every episode. Amazing. He is the third main character. Yeah. But he, he, and he like transform. I mean, they all kind of transform yes. over the course of this show. But like, I really like the post, uh, Kitchen disaster. Kitchen disaster. <laughs> widowed Jack Crawford. Yes. They really uh, make him look grizzled in a very attractive way. Yeah. There's that whole bit in Florence where he just beats the shit out of Hannibal. Yeah, no, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a whole season of the show that takes place in Italy for the oh, first Oh, yeah, the half. first, the, that first six episodes might be my favorite part of that entire show. It's pretty great. My favorite was season two mm. because they get away from Monster of the Week, but it's also like... 
physically upsetting because Will's in prison the whole time. Most of the time, yeah. For a crime he didn't commit, and you know that he's innocent, but nobody else believes he's innocent, so it's really hard to watch, but it's also like, oh, it's a nail-biter. It's good. I love it. That season's really good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only the last couple episodes I feel like the show kind of drops the ball, because uh, the show goes very hard into bringing in all of the shows, especially uh, Hannibal the book, into this show. And then they cover everything, and they're like, what's left? Well, we're going to adapt the first book, which is Red Dragon. And they do, like, a really faithful adaptation, but I just don't think it works very well. I don't mind it. I feel like the show took a real step back in, like, quality and thematic content when they tried to adapt a book more, like, literally. Um, I don't know. It didn't bother me that much. My only problem is, uh, I feel like... The movie Manhunter is kind of perfect. Yes, it's it really was good. Made at the right time mm-hmm. for a lot of that plot to make sense. Yes. Uh, and when you try to put in, I don't know, like this one was a little more abstract. And, and it was before like Hannibal Lecter became like a mythic figure in pop culture. That's true. So that movie treats him as just like, oh, this guy who's in prison that he's consulting. It's not like a big deal in the right. same way. But I think, like, Hannibal as the consultant was interesting. Yeah. And I also liked that they turn Alana Bloom from, like, this uh, disaster straight woman into... Two power lesbian. Yes. Like, she's a a Hitchcockian brunette. Yeah. Is what I kept saying. She's she's very cold. Yes. Um, Being thrown out of a window will do that to you. Yes. But, but she also just adapts like a Marlena Dietrich style profile and it's it's great and her whole personality is just oh shut off um but yeah uh what else do I have to say oh I was gonna talk more about the red dragon stuff from a perspective of someone who's only seen Manhunter Mm um it, it wasn't that it felt off for me I just felt like I don't know how to articulate it. I, I, it worked in a lot of ways and didn't work in a lot of ways. It's definitely not as strong as like the start of the show or the early part of that third season. Mm-hmm. But it didn't, I don't know, I didn't think it was that bad. So for me, like the thing with the Red Dragon book and Manhunt to the movie is it's very about like the fetishizing of the procedure of like policing. Like oh. this new technology, because the book was like, this was like burgeoning, like, forensic analysis stuff right that was in the book when he yeah, wrote it yeah. and that's what manhunter is about manhunter is about like fax machines and early computer databases and, and videotape yeah and stuff like that it's very analog and very focused on that stuff and hannibal the show has never been about that stuff it's about we are going to put two characters in a room that is supposed to be a psychiatrist's office no matter what those characters have to be in a psychiatrist's office talking about the plot at all <laughs> times has to happen every episode even when hannibal's in prison they are going to memory palace into his uh office that he had in the prior yep, seasons it's so crazy um they, that's just how it has to go so uh in that focus on like the people i think it's the stuff that uh red dragon's really bad about and in the context of this show, where this show takes place in the modern day, none of the, like, accoutrement, like, flavor stuff around Red Dragon makes much sense to me. Like, he works in a photo lab, and he processes home movies. And, I, like, one yeah. of the plot points is about putting a personal ad into a, uh, like a, what do I want? Like a... Like a... Um, I want a... Newspaper? Like a tabloid magazine. That's oh, what I right, yes. yeah. Uh, for context, for those of you don't who don't know, Red Dragon, the book was written in 81. Yeah. And then the movie came out in 86, so mm-hmm. that explains the yeah. sort of social context versus a show that 
what was this 2015 by yeah. the time they were doing these also episodes? the killer in that is like oh he's evil and twisted because he has a hair lip and never got over it and that's one mess like bad it's called a cleft palate or yes um and two were like i think i feel like is was like a culturally a different problem back in the 80s yeah it was definitely more yeah. of a yeah uh i'm trying to think like there was more of a, it was more of a common thing. Because mm-hmm. um, I assume in these days they can fix it more. Oh readily. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nowadays it's usually not something that people live with um, in certain parts of the yeah. world. But this idea that this guy was like he's got a facial disfigurement and that makes him creepy and evil just reads really problematically in 2018 in a I show th- that's especially set in the modern day. I think the show tries to make it more like. He internalized a lot and maybe mm. was abused because of it. Like, yeah. they hint around at that. For sure. Uh, in a way that kind of gives it a little more context. Yeah. But, but I get what you mean. Yeah. I just, like, Red Dragon is a book that the Will Graham stuff was interesting. The Franz Stollard stuff never really did much for me. And that's been true in this version as well. Mm. Uh, that's why I feel like Manhunter the book really focuses on Will Graham specifically and lets the Dollarhide stuff just kind of take a back seat in a way that works really well. True. And that's how I felt about uh, Silence of the Lambs, too. Like, the stuff with James Gum as the killer never did anything for me. Yeah, I did not care about mm-hmm. Buffalo Bill. No. Yeah. Um, and I just don't think Clarice is that interesting. There, I said it. That's fair. <laughs> the interesting... The one thing that's interesting to me is a lot of the stuff in... Like, most of the stuff with Will and Hannibal in the beginning of Season 3, and even... Some of the stuff at the end of season two is stuff that Clarice goes through in the book Hannibal. Oh, right. They change it up. Yes, because she goes after him and he's off to Florence and all the Florence stuff happens. And then the Mason Verger stuff happens. And it ends with her and him in this moment where like Hannibal's like, run away with me. We can just make this life together. And she's like, no, I'm a cop. And it goes really badly. <laughs> so much like this show. He says, no, I'm a cop. It goes really badly. It doesn't yeah. go quite as badly as uh, it did in the show where everyone got stabbed, but... Yeah, let's talk about that. Everyone got stabbed. Everyone got stabbed. There are so many. <laughs> Ab- Abigail was secretly alive for an entire season just to get murdered again. There are so many things that happen on this show where I'm like, no one would live through that. And then people just live through it. Somebody gets. Oh my God. <laughs> Frederick Chilton was disemboweled. Yep. Lived. Shot in the head. Lived. Set on fire. Lived. <laughs> I could not believe that. That was comical. No. And I know that they knew it. Yes. You could tell. <laughs> yeah. What a great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I, I can't take it... Like, everyone's like, oh, it's the most artistic show. And it is. It's really it's arty. It's very artistic. But it's also, like, just a ridiculous nonsense it's, Yeah, show. it's very, very silly. Like, it's just a procedural with everything turned to high on the melodrama scale. And it really works. But, you like, I feel like treating it as something other than that does it a disservice of what it's doing really well. Which is playing with the most tested TV convention. Just making it weird. Yeah, but I also feel like they do a lot of, like, interesting things with um, the camera. Sure, and but, like, when you think of, like, 
art, not just in like it has the framing of art where they you you know they have lighting and symbolism. Mm-hmm. When you compare this to like Twin Peaks, this is the most shallow thing in the world compared to Twin Peaks. <laughs> like Twin Peaks is a procedural, but it's about something in a way that's like hard to grapple with, and you have to think about. I don't know. You don't think Hannibal's about no, Will's not, struggle? Like Will's struggle, maybe, but that's not specific to like that's not something that you can think about the same way like Twin Peaks is a mediation on like violence and. Hmm. abuse cycles and stuff know. like I that. I think it's sort of about sanity. I don't know. Maybe I... I did not get that out of yeah, Hannibal. Yeah, that's what I got I feel out like of Hannibal... It. Like, I think Will Graham's just too specific of a weird character for that to be generalized. Okay. I just... I mean, that's what I got out of it. Yeah, no, I just I never saw this as a show that's worth that kind of consideration. Nope. I disagree. Okay. Nope. Um, I think it just shows how anybody could slip into this sort of shit. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. To he, some degree. He's got like weird autistic empathy powers at the beginning of that show. Oh, yeah. Like it starts they with him as like, yes. Magical autistic person thing, yes. which is very shitty, but. Which he always had the like magical powers thing, but it was never coded that way. The show, that's the show's edition. Just because that's TV in the teens, right? Um, and to be more specific, it's it's more that like. It's like he knows these killers so he has, well because he has an empathy he disorder. Because he has he can, an empathy yeah. disorder, and and that's where we say magic powers. And in the book, it was always like he's just he could have been a serial killer, but he's just a good guy, so he never went that far, and, and that's they, why he can empathize with people. And the show does that. The show does, but that. it also codes it in a lot of like weird like autistic language, especially early on. It kind of oh, gets yeah. away from they that. really lay it on at first. You're kind of like rolling your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a problem with modern television. Yes. But yeah, no. Like like I said, I enjoyed it. I just don't... I would not take it as seriously as everyone's like, this is the best television show ever created. It's the deepest thing we've ever oh, seen. Oh, I don't think and it's that deep. I just remember but... people losing their minds when the show was airing. And I, I enjoy the show a lot. I don't feel that way about oh, it. I loved it, though. I, I would watch it again. I really had a great time. I definitely... If I were, like, doing a top ten favorite shows of the moment list... It would be in the top five. I loved it so much. I don't think it would probably make my top ten. I oh, liked it a lot. I though. had so much fun. And I liked all of the characters, even the shitty ones. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, the motivations were really frustrating. And just, like, some of the things they would do and say, I'd be like, ah! And it was, it was like, you definitely really had fun. You definitely were on the roller coaster more than I was. Oh, yeah. Well, we you read all it. the books. Yeah. So, like, of course. Yeah. yeah you definitely had... Uh, I mean, the only surprises you got were the things they changed. It which like were they didn't... which were mostly good. Yeah. Especially adapting Hannibal, they took out some of the really questionable stuff in Hannibal, and still got Mason and Margot Verger and all the stuff in Florence and Ronaldo Pazzi getting hung outside the fucking uh, the plaza. It's real. All that stuff is there. It's good. What um, is something that you wish they would have done that they didn't? Hmm. I would have liked more focus on the police stuff. I, would, I think I wish they had gone back to Killer of the Week, especially in the third season. That's probably harder to do because of where they went with yeah, the show. And no, also, like, for sure. there's so many fucking procedurals on TV. Oh, I know. <laughs> they have to but make themselves stand like, out. They had Beverly Cat. She was great. Didn't last through the show. Yeah, she was my Real favorite Real bummer, character. yes. Uh, they had the two guys who would just be sarcastic at each other. I like those guys a lot. Yeah. Scott Thompson and that other guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, that almost took me out of the show as a lifelong Kids in the Hall fan. He's really good in the show, though. Because he's like the goofy, angry gay of that show. Yeah. So, like, does it see him play like a guy? 
whoever once more has a quip was very he was good he was very good yeah. i'm just happy he's healthy and happy <laughs> he's had a hard life <laughs> but that's really it i don't know making jack crawford a real bastard but like a really interesting one was good. oh and gina torres plays his wife yes they're married irl yes and uh they have to play out this tragic thing i bet those, there were some weird days on set doing uh-huh. that stuff. i couldn't imagine i wouldn't even want to curse my relationship with that they're business. Fine. Fine. I, I'm very superstitious about acting, apparently. Yeah, I did not realize. <laughs> I didn't realize it either until I said that. Well, until I uh, realized what was happening in the show. And I'm like, oh, they're going to kick. She's sick. She's dying. And I'm like, ooh, I wouldn't want to act this out with you. No. Well, we're not actors. <laughs> That's true. They're professionals. This is true. They've done it their whole they lives. They can separate reality yeah. from fantasy quite well yeah. in a way that I cannot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should have way more to say. Well, I don't know. The other thing that was this show did better than uh what I imagined the original stuff to be is that they throw in a lot more women. Yes. Uh and it's just really diverse. Yeah, they just they just change a lot of men characters like uh Freddie Lowndes and Beverly Katz are both uh Alana Bloom, all men in the original books. Yeah, there's no women in those books. Yeah. Uh, so that was great. Um, is Abigail a character? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Um, also, the interesting thing there is, I wonder what would happen if they had adapted, um, Sons of Lambs, because the big part of Sons of Lambs is that Clarice is the only woman in this entire, like, franchise, really. Oh, uh, yeah. And, like, it's about big, her, yes, yeah. being in this space that is that, very male-dominated. That is the one thing I like about that film, is how they hammer that home. Mm-hmm. Uh... But yeah, uh, they probably didn't want to focus on that because it's such a huge movie. Like mm. it would just be boring to. Yes. Granted, I trust these people put on a good show. I trust them to do an interesting adaptation. Also, they added obviously. so much of that stuff to Will's character because mm-hmm. Clarice's whole thing is being kind of like gobsmacked and then kind of like too fascinated in Hannibal mm-hmm. and it being a weird grooming thing um, that she might be into until she decides she's not, and that's all on Will now because yep. Will didn't have any yeah. of that with Hannibal in the original book. It's also just delightfully homoerotic. Yes. And I don't know if any of the original material really picks no, up I don't, on that. No, I don't. No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Straightest books on earth. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think this added a little... It added a little something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the thing I was really surprised by and I'm really, really happy by was the, this show makes Hannibal like a really unlikable character he's just yeah, unpleasant there's nothing to root for there uh which is good because i think the movies and the books really don't do that they make him cool yeah they make him too cool the books explicit like by hannibal because sansa lambs come out and the hannibal's written later yeah it's like and 10 years later it like feeds back into itself where anthony hopkins was so charismatic and so delightful in a movie that was otherwise really somber everyone latched onto him as like oh he's the cool guy and so the book was then written after that the, you thought he was the cool guy so and Hannibal, they set up that, oh, Hannibal only goes around and he, like, eats the rich in some sort of, like, weird protest against the banality of society bullshit. Um, yeah. And he becomes this, like, gentleman anti-hero, which, yeah, he's murdering people, but you're like, oh, it's, it's like, in a gothic fun way. And the show really drives home that, no, he fucking sucks. He's just, like, an emotionless manipulator who will ruin lives. Like, he just wants to, like, set things in motion to see what plays out. Fun fact. Yes. Anthony Hopkins was, had written a screenplay for another sequel. God. He wanted Clarice to kill Hannibal at the end of it. Yeah. This was in t- 2002. 
Mm-hmm. Isn't Anthony Hopkins retired now? Mm, he was in Transformers like last year. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Um, the thing with that is really interesting is that the original book, so the book Hannibal, spoilers, I guess, we're already talking about this stuff. In the book Hannibal, Clarice and Hannibal run off together. That's how the book ends. She's like, I'm done with all this. The FBI has set me oh, up to drive. Oh, really? Yes. And she runs off with him and it's basically like some of the Dumouriez stuff, but like with Clarice and Hannibal and they're happy together. Hmm. Um, and some of the stuff with like him and Will at the very end is very much taken from the book. And then in the movie, uh, they didn't like, the, the ending of that book was not well received by the fans. For obvious reason, because it's weird as shit. Um, <laughs> and so they had it where there was the confrontation right up to the point where she would have joined him and she doesn't. She handcuffs him to a fridge and like runs away and calls the cops or whatever. Um, mm. And which is much more like the kind of stuff that Will did at the end of season two. Yeah. Uh, very specifically. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, it, I don't like him trying to write another story based on that stuff that's already really deviating is very weird to me. It is weird. And then I never read that other book because it was a prequel. That's where all the, like, he was raised by a lady Murasaki who's a Japanese lady in Lithuania for some reason. Oh, yeah. That's where all that stuff comes from. And they put that in the show, kind of. a little bit. They changed the character, but she's still an Asian lady inexplicably in Lithuania. Yes. (laughs) She was cool. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I enjoyed her. She was barely a character. But I also feel like the, uh, you know, Western society uh, has a bad track record of making Asian people into really exotic. Yeah, very uh, taciturn killer. Yeah. Very cool and stylish, but not yep. much but interiority. She's not mu- nope, she just does it for Hannibal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, you, that, that being said, the actress was fabulous. Mm, I think they made a movie out of that book also. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think there's a Hannibal Rising movie. Oh, you're right. There is. Yeah. It came out in, like, 2006. Yeah, which, again, never saw. Um, Because I really got off this train when I stopped being a teenager, basically. 2007. Okay. Um, Who played Hannibal Lecter? I'm pretty sure it was It said right there. No, no, because he's a kid. Gaspar. Oh, sorry. Gaspar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's Uliel. (laughs) Oh, it's... Probably problematic. He's but. a he's French. <laughs> he's as white as they come. They won. <laughs> Did they? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh yeah, no, he played Yves Saint Laurent in a biography of him. I don't know who that is. He's a designer. Okay. I don't know anything about fashion. You don't. No. I I, I live with you, I know. <laughs> that's rude. The way you said it like that, that's rude. It was a joke. It's still rude. I'm sorry. I think that's all I've got about Hannibal, unless you've got something else. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything, uh... Yeah, I don't, uh, have anything else. Uh, want to hear something stupid? Sure. Uh, in 2017, Jodie Foster reprised her role as Starling in a skit titled Clarice Probes Hannibal Lecter about Trump's Russia ties. Fuck off. On the late show Fuck off. Stephen I hate Colbert. this. We're closing down this podcast. <laughs> We'll be back in like two weeks. We're getting ready to gear up for like horror movie season. I think we're going to try to watch a bunch of horror movies. So if you think of some cool horror movies, you would, you'd be like, oh, I bet they'd love to watch these. Know that we've watched a lot, but give yeah, us your recommendations. Give us your recs. Even if. And then we'll give you the list that we're going to pull from when we get it together. Yeah. Even if we've seen them, you can still suggest them. Don't be worried that we haven't because you never know. Yeah. You never know. I have gaps. I have ga- I have a lot of gaps. You have more gaps than me probably, but yeah. my gaps are considerable. Yeah. You have considerable gaps. I've always said that about <laughs> <laughs> uh yes yeah, so a woman can, uh that's what's gonna stay on say on my tombstone um but that's it you can send those to podcasts on ab, at abnormal mapping.com 
Destiny, where can people find you? At FridgeBuzzNow on Twitter.com. I'm not really using Mastodon as much. Yeah, that's because everyone started using it, right? Well, no, oh, not right. even your, that. Your My instance yeah. uh, was essentially... Uh, it crashed, and I lost all my followers and all my posts, and it's been kind of hard to build back up again. So, I don't know. I might change instances. I'm, I'm still thinking about it. You can find me at EM underscore Bing on Twitter, where I tweet a lot. I have a Tumblr. It's all anime shit, but you go to SpaceNoidM, uh, that's space, N-O-I-D-E-M, all one word, dot Tumblr.com. I make handcrafted gifts and photos for you out of the anime that me and Destiny Artisanal watch all the time. Artisanal gifts. Yes, they are crafted lovingly in my bedroom yes. whenever I need to make them. Bedroom gifts. You know. Yeah, limited we, edition i wish we titled the episode we do we do yeah I well i mean like but funny like no they're always about what they we yeah talk about. your face would never talk about hannibal yeah that's what this that's is not be. funny it's probably gonna be dish on hannibal <laughs> <laughs> see you left oh, you nerd only because i know that delights you and only you <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it delighted you, so I bet someone's gonna only, see it. And only because I, I have know. been told that the dumb episode titles I give Gundam delight people, so I know that people like my titling schemes. I like your titling schemes. I'm just saying, you're. I'm only laughing because I understand the kind of thinking that went behind you choosing that word. What? It's a dumb pun. <laughs> There's no deep thinking there. I was like, what's the dumbest pun? That's the one. Oh, you're so goofy. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you can find this podcast, of course, at yourfavesnever.fyi. Go to abnormalmapping.com. We have a ton of shows. We have so many shows. You should check out our uh, Gundam podcast. It's on the Patreon, patreon.com slash normalmapping. $1 a month keeps me and Destiny clothed and fed, and you get the free podcast. Not free. It's a dollar a month, but you get a podcast every week. It's good. Destiny can tell you all about Gundam. I can. Yeah, Destiny's watched... Not not all of the original Mobile Suit, but you've been watching Gundam with me every week. I've seen all the Mobile Suit films. Yeah, you've I've watched Zeta. Watched all of Zeta, we're and now we're watching ZZ. Double Zeta. Double Zeta. Wait, is it not cool to call it ZZ? No, it's wrong. I I said oh. it originally, but I've moved over to Double Zeta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Double Zeta. Fine. I'll yeah. cave. Uh, that kid is ripped. <laughs> uh but yeah check that out it'll be good maybe someday we'll do something gun to me over here uh, get destiny's when destiny finally like i'm done watching gundam with you it fucking sucks i'll sit you down and we can talk about gundam oh really I when know, i we'll... finally quit yeah that podcast we're making five years from now <laughs> um yeah, we'll see. We'll so. see. So far, so good. I actually have enjoyed all of it. Even I talk shit about Zeta just to be funny, but I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad, because uh, I really love Zeta. So, thanks, everybody. We'll try to get this one next one out before three weeks pass. It's just been a time. You know how it is. Life gets in the way. Yeah, we'll try to release... Maybe we should shoot for every other week. That's what I was trying to do, but last week we skipped it. So oh, I didn't realize weeks. that was something we were shooting. Yes. We'll do better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. We'll do better. <laughs> I think that's it. Bye, everyone. Bye.
Ta-ta. H.